Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This holiday season, Lexus wants you to remember. It's not just the thought that counts, it's your thought. Because no matter how much time you spend picking out the perfect gift, the only thing they'll really care about is that it's from you. Here's to experiences they'll continue to cherish. Season after season, make this December one to remember, together. Click the banner to discover more. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. 1420 Sports Podcast is happy to be teamed up with Newsly. Newsly transcribes web articles from around the globe and reads them directly to you. Keep your eyes on the road or on the game with Newsly. Newsly also carries podcasts from 40 countries around the globe, including the 1420 Sports Podcast. Download the Newsly app for all your Android and iOS devices today at www.newsly.me or click on the link in today's show description. And be sure to use the promo code 1420 sports that's 1420 sports for a free one month premium subscription newsly stop scrolling and start listening 1420 sports podcast for beer the sports talk and a whole lot more special edition of the show tonight to talk about the third semi-annual whenever they get a chance whenever they're allowed to have a hockey tournament uh the tur- hockey through the ages tournament in fort mcleod coming up this weekend uh big big event that going on been off for a couple of years COVID and schedule and everything else. But anyways, joining me tonight to talk about the uh, tournament festivities, fundraising activities, and what everything else going on. Uh, two absolute beauties from Fort McLeod, legends of the Queens Hotel, future members of the Fort McLeod Hall of Fame, and the Pioneer Lodge. <laughs> Three, two of the uh, tournament organizers, team captains for the tournament, all around good guys, uh, friends of mine from forever and ever, uh, West Stockton and Scott Norland. How are you doing tonight, boys? Wonderful. Doing well, Deuskin. Happy good. to be here. Perfect. Uh, we're going to promote the show a little bit uh, for the eight people who listen to this damn thing, but we'll get the eight more ears on it anyway, see what's going on. Uh, didn't happen three, four years ago was the first one. I can't remember what year it was. 2017. 2017. 2017 was the first one. It went over fantastically. Saw a lot of people I haven't seen in a long time. The tournament was great. The event uh, was right at Christmas time, so it turned out to be a kind of rolled right into the Christmas season. Um, Whose idea take take full responsibility if it wasn't you guys? But whose idea was it originally, and how did it all come come to fruition? Well, I, I mean, you know um, the guy as well as we do, and and he'll spit out twenty five horrible ideas, but every now and then he'll uh, he'll find a diamond. So uh, we got to give credit <laughs> to Rob Luther for discovering this one for sure. I uh, I believe that because Rob Rob says a lot of stuff about this and that and the other thing and no one really listens to Rob too much because every now and then he picks up something though he picks something up Rob's the only he hasn't had a drink in quite uh, quite a long time so usually like when good ideas come out it's usually uh, becoming in a, a three hundred fifty five milliliter can so that's when we don't really take the Rob's word for a lot of things uh, I remember him talking about this a lot um, once he finally said okay he got you guys on board. What did it take to get the first one going and uh, how much work was it? Um, I didn't do a lot of work. 
it wasn't a lot of work for me because I was kind of in the background, but I just did what I was told. The other guy we're talking to did the majority of the work the first year. Scotty. Oh, you're full of shit. No, hey, I'm you know what? We, that. Honestly, I, I think Rob uh, pulled this group of guys together. And he he handpicked them for the most part, I think, and said this is a good group of guys and he covered a variety of ages. And then we honestly, we, we had no idea it would grow to what it would be. You know, it was going to be a hockey tournament. We thought maybe at the beginning we'd raise enough money to buy a TV or something for the palliative care here. I guess I should go back a little bit. And I, and I think Rob's idea came from an old friend of ours um, who had passed away. And Rob had spent some time with him in the palliative care here. And I mean, I don't know if this hockey tournament idea was kicking around, but it really threw it to the forefront to get it going for sure. So that was, uh, that's really where it started. They, they, to talk about the first tournament, like brings a smile to my face. It's uh, it ended up being a lot more than a hockey tournament. The, uh, the best part of it was seeing uh, my parents in the stands in the same seats that they, they sat in forever and seeing they, like, it, it was a funny thing that the parents were still with us. Uh, they all sat in the exact same places that they stood in that old arena, stood in the same corner in the old arena. It was good seeing people that you hadn't seen in a long time. A lot of parents hadn't seen their kids play hockey in 30, maybe 40 years, some people, exactly. right? So, so it was kind of a fun thing to see. And then there were some some kids that you guys, like, do you guys have kids that maybe their kids didn't see, see their, their parents play hockey? So not that we played at a high level or anything, but it was fun to, to see the families getting together. It was a lot more, um, the first tournament was such, it was a really good event because there was a lot of people that I had seen in a long time, like I said earlier. Um, did, is that why you guys originally picked the Christmas date or just kind of felt fell that way? I don't know, Wes. I don't, I don't know why we picked that date, actually. I think it was basically the most open ice we could get that year. <laughs> yeah, we had, we had to have the ice and the hall, the community hall. They both yeah. had to align. Yeah, all the bookings had to work together, and it just happened to work out. And we had a lot of f- positive feedback after the first year, I thought. Yeah. No, the whole thing was done fantastic. Deanne, like, she's, was, she's not from Fort McLeod originally. It's a special uh, group of a passport to be part of that town, and she's not involved in that yet. But um, the biggest thing that uh, that she noticed was the community and how everybody got along so well. And um, it's quite astonishing. I think that there was a, a couple small dust-ups, and the tournament wasn't very uh, – it, what's, it's not uh, the hockey's not at the highest level. It does get a little competitive at times, but we've yet to have a dust up in the two years that there have been hockey. Um, I'm not saying there's not going to be one, but let's hope that it, that it stays away from that kind of crap throughout the weekend. Well, there's a very good chance on Friday night because I play both you fuckers. <laughs> there's a good chance at ten at a ten forty five puck drop. There'll be a couple of ounces of alcohol yes. dropped in our system by that <laughs> point. So, uh, how many teams you got this year? Participants and. Uh, We'll start with that. How many teams eight, you got and how many teams. participants? We, we filled it up again. I think we filled up during the draft, eh, Wes? Yeah. We're like Just before draft, the draft, we lost a guy and picked him up just before we started to draw. So we, we drew with 112 names, which is our okay. limit. Now, like I said, nobody really listens to this show anyways, but let's tell the truth. What, how are these teams picked? Tell the truth once and for all how the teams are actually picked. Now, I don't want to hear your guys' pedestrian bullshit answer i want to hear the truth how these teams are picked <laughs> well that's i mean that's not, not far that off. difficult really no you know what we do is uh, we do rate the players on us on a grid so that everybody gets the same you know the grid is one to four if you're a one you know we, we try to get as many everybody gets the same number ones same number twos threes and fours yeah and then we literally put yes, the, the four, Brent. 
Oh, I'm more than more than sure I'm a four. Man, I wouldn't even and give me a jersey, but throw the names in a hat and, and we just pass around and start plucking names. And then once it's all said and done, the only thing we really did this year for the most part was get families together so that uh, fathers could play with kids. And there were some cousins and uncle situations and so in other words, I can be chasing archer balls around the ice again, is what you're saying. Yeah, there's only three of them this year. Oh, okay. There we go. Uh, no, it's a, right. one of them will get uh, deported before he gets here. So there will only be two. <laughs> the way things happen, we'll pass his test anyways. Um, another thing that was a lot of fun was playing with guys that you had, that you used to, you, geez, that you might've played rec hockey with or um, minor hockey with even back when you were 14, 15 years old, even 10, nine years old. Um, if you had much luck getting some guys from uh, out of town back in or, or how was this year's turnout from out of towners? Uh, this it year was, was a little little tougher to get out of towners, I think, just because of the virus. The situation, yeah. The situation and and being this time of year too, I think it's hard for a lot of people to leave. They got a lot of kids playing hockey, minor hockey, volleyball, basketball. But I think we did pretty good regardless. What do we got about half returning, Scott? Uh no, it's a that's probably about 70 out of the 112. So you know, close to three quarters, almost. 60%, but yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we struggled this year and a, and a big part of it was, you know, that there's been so many events canceled the last couple of years. Nobody wanted to commit. Why should I commit? It's going to get canceled anyways. And, you know, we, we originally were going to do this in December. It's like calling a baseball the- game at nine in the morning though. Oh, it's raining games. at seven. Yeah. That's well, I know. Problem. Well, what it doesn't matter. <laughs> well, I mean, it is, but yeah, there's, there's a few yeah. things that have to be hooked up before you, break the diamonds and put the bases down for this thing. Uh, yeah, I guess that's true enough. No, I'm talking about people not signing up. So you don't get, get your yep. Anyways, over the first two years, you guys raised over a hundred grand for various groups uh, in our little town there. Uh, who's uh, going to benefit this year from the, uh, the income and everything else is going on. Go ahead, Wes. Uh, we're going to have the palliative care in Fort McLeod, the Fort McLeod library, the Foothills detox center, and the Fort McLeod emergency room. Well, kind of go Four hand in hand in hand, don't they? Yeah, no, it kind of works out that way. Um, what else is going on this weekend other than some top-notch hockey action? What do you got going on? What's what's uh, we don't know the, the restrictions and stuff. Let's, let's go as of right this moment. What do we got going on for uh, for festivities? What's what, what what's allowed in the arena? Um, well, we're there's no capacity limits at this point in time. We're following the REP program provided it's still in place. And then if you follow that, then there's no capacity limits. Um, we hope that changes before Friday, yeah. we're crossing our fingers, but we are, we've been prepared that it wasn't going to for the whole time. So we're not banking on it happening, but it sure would be great. We, uh, we grew up in the old barn of some of the guys who are more our vintage. We grew up in the old uh, arena with the uh, the wooden roof and the rafters and the chicken wire fence behind the, in the nets and with no cages down the down the side uh, 1985 and before that um what are your and like in for those who haven't been in the Fort McLeod arena the lobby hasn't changed much the dressing rooms haven't changed much upstairs hasn't changed at all um what's uh, your earliest memories of the old barn like the old old barn in Fort McLeod like where we we grew up playing when we were a young budding superstars in the in the Fort McLeod arena what's your guys' earliest memories oh geez you know I, I don't know why I was thinking about this the other day but if I could go back I, I just remember those uh 
wooden bleachers. You know, they're the old wooden bleachers and, and dirt underneath of the bleachers, right? Yeah. And you could walk, you could walk under the bleachers to get to your seat and you popped up and you were right there, right? But I mean, I slivers remember. in your hands, your pants oh, were dirty, and your ass and, uh, cigarette butts in the dirt underneath there. Yeah, I remember all yeah, that. You're six and seven years old and you're hanging over the boards. Like, there's no glass. You're hanging over the boards watching a senior game. Who's you got something? Dick or God. Yeah, I was speaking of senior hockey games. I remember going into the old barn game. And we, I think the Bronx were playing the pass, Rosenest Pass. And we walked into the arena and my mom and I look out on the ice and there's some fan getting drug, drug over the boards and getting in a fight with one of the players from the opposite team. It turned out it was my dad. <laughs> that's, that's one of my memories from that rink. <laughs> that, one was, that one would stick. The senior yeah. hockey in the old barn, the Bronx, the O'Sullivan's, and even before that, God, just the, uh, the, the mayhem that would ensue and the, the old barn would be packed up and it was uh, – a lot of rivalry games back in those days. Man, that place we packed. I remember old Joe Hornberger, he was a, a goal judge. And during warm-ups, I would sit up there, and then you get kicked <laughs> off when the game started. And then if you got a really good seat, uh, it was above the scorekeeper's booth where the, there was a heater right there. And oh, you yeah. lay down, and you could sit, sit up there and, and catch the old uh, catch the games if you, if you were really lucky. Um, I remember Saturday mornings in that old barn because when I first started playing net, if you're at the, I think it was the south end, the way the sun would shine through the, the, the roof in there at about 8, 8.30 in the morning, it would be right in your eyes on a snowy morning. It would be snowing inside the rink, right at the goal net at the old rink. I don't know why they were tore that thing down, to be honest with you. <laughs> just a, just oh, a I forgot, I, forgot about that, I forgot about that goal judge box in the south end. You used to wash them there. I mean, and you're only, you're only 10 feet above the ice. And at nothing the was blocking you. Yeah. Nothing, nothing was blocking you. Nothing. No. And then you and then your parents would just let you go up there. That was like, yeah, go ahead, whatever. Just get out of my hair, go up there. And then like midget games, people would be aiming pucks up there to try to smash the uh it was just a <laughs> light bulb on the switch for the goal the goal judge, right? It wasn't covered yeah. or anything. No, the old barn was a, a, a good uh really good time. Um this weekend, what do you expect? Uh hockey-wise, like what to if a person were to come down to the rink, what should they expect to, to see and uh, what they should bring their wallets and donate to a good cause? What should they expect, expect to see on the ice and inside the rink? Um, I, I think that it's, it's younger this year and, and there's a number of reasons that happened. I think the guys that were 50 years old or, or more, I mean, there's very few of us that are playing this time that we haven't played since 2018 and then everything started shutting down. And I don't think lots of those guys played again. So they've been hesitant coming back. There's been lots of the late 40-year-olds late coming back. So we did uh, uh, reduce the age a little bit. There's a few kids under 25, but uh, we did hear lots of guys saying it was too competitive, and that's why they don't want to play again. And we're really going to try and curb that this year as best as you can. You know, we all had a competitive spirit at one point in time, and, you know, when we were younger, it was – not easy to shut off and some people couldn't some can't but that's our goal is to keep it i mean keep it's it like, slightly competitive but fun well it's, it's tough like i i'm i'm not any good but you get out there and you want to you want to do as best you can the best you remember how you used to be and you still try to try to win and you do start getting a little bit upset and you, and you, you do start i wouldn't say slashing and hacking but it's just kind of your competitive spirit catches up to you a little bit because like you said everybody likes to win you don't want to be embarrassed out there so i'm going to do my best to not be a 
an asshole. I can't say my mouth is going to stay shut because you know it never, never will. <laughs> right. I'm I do podcasts for no matter what. My talking, my fucking sleep for Christ's sakes. But it's uh, no, it's a lot of fun. I mean, like, like you get out there and, and you, you you try to poke fun, but at the end of the day, you, you do try to win. That's uh, but it, when it's all over, uh, you kind of like the it first, doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. The, the best uh, one of the best games I was a part of. We uh, it was a Friday night game the second year, and it went to a like a nine or ten man shootout. And if every game, if every game can finish that way, I think every, both sides would be like, "Hey, that's a good way to end it." Yeah, exactly. Who's what do you got? A question for you. Oh, who do you got as a tournament favorite? What team? And who is pegged to drink the most beer? Well, I got a feeling that that team Norland might win. Yeah, somehow he's pretty... somehow he's rigged that again. Yeah, they won the first year, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, that that was rigged. I tried to get most of his team from the first year this year, but we're all four years older, so and you got stuck with me instead. So whatever. And I think it's going to be a toss up, probably between you and Three uh, D Dan DeGuinness for the most beer drank for sure. Me. And Dan's on my team. You, yeah. And that's a Friday night yeah. little competition right before the game even starts. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we'll head off. We'll match up on the uh, the face-off knot in the first period. Call her good. Call her good for the weekend. Um, I'm not assuming you're going to uh, uh okay. There is there is beer gardens upstairs, I'm assuming. Yes. Yep. yep. Open open to the public, QR code pending, everything. No, it's, uh, up, upstairs is um members and guests, which is the players and wives. I'm just trying to think who. Okay, yeah, no, that works. That's uh, it can't be. It's yeah, not somebody just can't the walk in. Is the moral the story. Okay, so upstairs, and then the banquet or this beer or the cabaret, whatever you want to call it, uh, it's province of Alberta rules. But uh, there's there is a bar, there is a meal block for the players. And yeah, there's the, a and meal the for the players and a bar. Uh, we can we can serve both nights till eleven, and consumption till twelve thirty. So there may be a run in the bar at quarter to eleven. So, who's uh, I got a problem with this. Since our first game is over at X time, how did we get the short end of the stick with that draw that the, the, the beer gardens upstairs for the players are going to be closed by the time we get off the ice? That's not conducive to my lifestyle, man. <laughs> well, you don't worry about that. We'll, we'll take care of you. Yeah, we we'll, got something gonna, figured out there. Yeah, we'll take our pre-ordering. Uh, a <laughs> couple more questions. Uh, no, I got three more for you. Let's get, go back to our childhoods a little bit. Uh, favorite hockey player growing up? Who do you got, Scotty? Brian Trotsky. He was a really good player, right? Eh? Yeah. Like, he, you he, forget how Bron- he played for the Broncos in Lethbridge, yeah. and it, it happened that my dad was playing in a just a beer game after a Hurricanes practice, and and I was uh, waiting, walked out while the Hurricanes are or no Broncos, Broncos, I guess, were wrapping her up. Yeah. And and Trotsky handed me a stick. And that as was a it. junior. That was her, man. Yeah. yeah that's all yeah, it yeah, takes, really. Exactly. Yeah. Who's who do you who got? Um, well, being an Islanders fan, I couldn't really watch the Islanders a whole bunch when I was a kid. So obviously my favorite player was Wayne Gretzky because he was on the TV every night. You sounded like you were a hundred years old on the TV. Wow. <laughs> on the TV, <laughs> on the radio. You only, you only got three <laughs> channels and you only got one yeah. game. So do you think that hockey now, because it, it, it's it's on so much? I mean, I got a game on right now. There's always something going on here. But do you think hockey has hurt a little bit because it's on so much, and the, the mystique of the players isn't there? We know so much more about these guys. 
and you're not reading about them in the hockey news or or the next day in the paper do you think there's something lost in the way we grew up watching the game compared to what kids have nowadays i i think so it's, it's exactly what west just said he was an islanders fan and i can guarantee you if he knew an islanders game was coming on he did whatever he could do to watch that because that was the only opportunity he was going to get right you might get it twice a year if they're on two and seven or in Hockey exactly, Canada a couple yeah. times a year, and that was it. Yeah, or you hope to see him in the finals or in the playoffs, right? Yeah. Uh, question about the, the tournament there. Mine was Ken Reggett, Leopards, Broncos, double zero. Man, he was a good goalie. Fuck, I like that guy. He t- he, he actually got me got me going to, to play goal when I, I used to play forward until the age of nine or ten or something. Just stuck with that. Goal playing goal, or if you if you if you make your kids play goal, because kids don't want to do it. It's child abuse. I swear it's child abuse. They should never, ever, ever have your kid. If your kid's bad, make him be a goalie. He won't be bad anymore. Trust me. I know that. It's that hard though. You just let it hit you, man. It's really hard. It's really, really hard. Uh, <laughs> is there a silent auction? And what do you uh how can we, if there's a silent auction or are you guys looking for donations, where can uh, people send in, say, a monetary thing or if they want to donate to a silent auction item or whatever it is that they can go to uh, help for the help the cause? Well, you can get a hold of any one of us, you know, myself or Wes. Our numbers are there. Um, like, yeah, we have a silent auction and live auction. We expect to get between 50 and 75 silent auction items and maybe hopefully get six to eight really good live auction items. And I mean, last year, I think we generated just about 35,000 or last time. Sorry. So I don't know if somebody's giving it to you. I mean, if somebody's a long distance away, we'd have to figure that out, but they could just take our email address and we'll figure something out. What's the, what's the email address? Bougie? You won't remember. <laughs> FMCharityHockey at gmail.com. FMCharityHockey@gmail.com. We'll uh, we'll get that out there. We'll put it on the Facebook account, the Twitter accounts, everything else. We'll get the get the good word out there. Um, what's more likely to happen this weekend? Uh, newly acquired uh, to Team uh, Poozer Stockton, Chief McDougal. What's more likely to happen? Chief McDougal does a strip tease, or I score a goal. <laughs> Is there any odds on this? Well, the. Uh, Chiefs two for two in this striptease category, both the cabarets that we've been to this year or for, for the tournament lot in the past few years. And I don't know if I've sniped yet, but uh, I think this year is the, uh, is the year. So he's beefed up. So he might be a little bit self-conscious. Maybe you might, you might have a chance this year. Might have a yeah. shot at beating the chief to this one. Yeah, I, oh, I would have uh, to pick scoring a goal. Me scoring a goal and chief not, uh, not doing the striptease. Yeah. I'm going to, because uh, my you goals better are score a goal. My bull, well, I'm a defensive specialist, Boozer. You know that. I've always been about keeping the puck out of the net. Um, you know, I've not been very good at it. I'm sitting here talking to you schlubs, but um, whatever. It's, uh, you know, it's going to be a fun tournament. It's good to have it back again. Um, geez, what are you guys hoping? What are you, what are you thinking for? What, what's, uh, what would be the ideal weekend? Like, what would make this thing a, uh, a success uh, financially and on the ice? Well, we don't have any expectations financially, you know what, no. and, and things have been kind of wound up for so long. I think everybody's just looking to get out and have some fun and relax. So I, I think getting everybody together is going to be the biggest uh, win for everybody, for sure. Who's? What was the question? <laughs> get off the gummies, man. Jesus. <laughs> Oh, just what? For you. No. Is fourteen twenty? Is fourteen twenty a limit? 
We can, we can exceed that, can we? Oh yeah. Okay. Don't don't worry about that. Uh, most nights when we record this, uh, just gibberish. There's a lot more than fourteen hundred and twenty uh, milliliters of beer consumed. There's no getting. If you listen to some of them, uh, it gets a little bit hairy by hour too. It's a, it's a. We only usually put out a one hour show, but it takes about three hours for some reason. By the time me and Dave stop talking, man, that guy can talk. Jesus Murphy, and that's coming from me. Yeah. Uh, no, it's. I'm looking forward to it. I was on the fence a little bit myself, but then I got, <clears> got closer to. The tournament time, I was something I uh, I couldn't miss for the life of me because it was such a good time. That the first two times, uh, gonna try to go out and score a goal and, and help the cause, and we'll see if we can't raise some money for the uh, for the event and make things make sure things uh, go in a positive direction, f- not just for our town but for the communities around us. Because, uh, like you said, Scotty, I think it's something that we need uh, for the the last two years the the mayhem and craziness that that's uh, gone about. I think we got to put a uh, a no vid talk uh, on the doors and everywhere else because it's uh, it has been exhausting the last two years and this is something maybe we can get away from the whole thing for even if just for a few hours a day where we're not uh, consumed with all the BS that's on the on the to the, the from both sides that's on the radio and television and we just get away and go enjoy some hockey and enjoy, enjoy some friends I think it's uh, very important because we haven't had a chance to do it for a, a really long time. Well, so far I know two teams have made the rule that. If the situation's brought up in the dressing room, it's a round of drinks for the boys. So yeah, just don't even bring it up. No, that's the best way. It's uh, like I said, it's been a been a tough go. Who are the uh, the eighteen or the other six captains got other than you guys? Rob Luther, Cole Archibald, Ben Pascal, and who's Steve Vanderbalk's the new guy? And Mike Barrasso. Yep. Is that all of them? Is that eight? Yeah. Gage again. So you got Gage. Say that again. Gage again. You got you meet with these people once a week. Can't remember their names, Spencer. No, I'm just making sure I get them right. Okay. Gage I'm looking at the board. I got I got the answers right in front of me. <laughs> Gage again. Rob Luther, Steve Vanderbilt, Ben Pascal, Cole Archibald, and Mike Barrasso, and Scott Norland and West Stockton. There you go. There's Adia. There's Man. Adia. Steve Vanderbilt's oh. new to the committee this year, and the captain. That's good to have. Uh, to, sometimes new blood is better. Sometimes you get some some di- different ideas, and it comes uh, to even though the one thing can uh, to help things a lot. It makes uh, makes a world difference sometimes, and different eyeballs and different things coming from the outside. Anyways, boys, thank you a lot. I know you guys got a meeting tonight uh, via a couple guys on Zoom, and you guys got coming over to to finalize the the tournament and see who's doing what and where and everything else, and make sure that things run smoothly. The first couple of years went out without a hitch. I know you've had a couple year hiatus because of a extenuating circumstances, I guess, but I'm, uh, I'm anticipating a, 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 an eventful fun, uh, just a great weekend ahead of us with a lot of BS getting thrown about. Most of our stories won't be true, but I'm sure they're going to be, uh, they'll be uh, quite elaborate anyways. It's uh, always a good time hooking up with you guys. And, uh, hopefully we see a lot of people that we haven't seen in a long time having a good time together. Cause it's, uh, it's like we said before, it's, 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 uh, great, greatly needed in our community for sure. Get those blades sharpened up. Yeah, once we set this, once we set this this Zoom meeting down, it's friends off and keep your fucking head up, bastards. I play your Friday. That, there you go. <laughs> Friday night, ten o'clock, wherever time exactly. the clock drops. She's uh, she's go time, and once she's go time for me, the Cooper Alls be blazing down the left wing, <laughs> just ready to go. Because I'm uh, I'm gonna snipe this year. Who's your goalie, Scotty? Uh, Justin Zuderman, Jay Z. Doesn't stand a chance. Doesn't stand a chance. <laughs> I hope you power. got the. 
seven this year too. The XL seven. I got to polish her up on on Friday afternoon. Get her ready to go. Might need a little crazy glue to put some parts and pieces back together, but she'll she'll be ready to go. Uh, guys, thank you very much for joining me tonight. We'll get this out as soon as you can once the sound guy Jimmy gets uh, gets it all cleaned up and add some swear words. We didn't swear nearly enough on this one tonight, uh, but it was fun talking to you guys. Like I said, save it till the weekend. But we'll get get it going. So we'll uh, we'll play this throughout. We'll get it posted on Facebook and Twitter. We'll we'll add the uh, the uh, the email accounts and your guys is the, the poster and everything else. We'll make see if we can't uh, raise a little money for the fourteen twenty podcast uh, into your guys' hands and uh, goes to a good cause in, in the community. And every dollar every yeah, dollar that causes really every dollar raised uh, goes to four good causes right in our community. And so that yeah. helps a lot because it's not going anywhere else. It's staying right in Fort McLeod. And so that uh, would be a, a very good thing. So we'll we'll do what we can on our part to That's promote our, this thing. Know, for those of you guys who don't know about Fort McLeod, I'm sure they know it's. It's 3,000 people. It's been 3,000 for 125 years. So yeah. we've survived all these other things, and we're pretty proud of this little town. No, it's uh, it's it'll like I haven't lived there full time for a long time, but it'll, it'll always be home. And I don't think many people who've uh, moved away will dispute that that Fort McLeod will always be home. You guys were lucky ones who uh, who stayed. So no, it's a great little spot to to call home, and I uh, look forward to visiting this weekend. I'm sure we'll have a few beers. We'll bullshit about this and uh, and other things coming up because I'm sure it's gonna. It's going to be an eventful, fun weekend with uh, some, a little bit of hockey sprinkled in. Yep. Looking forward to it. 1420 podcast, the Fort McLeod Hockey Through the Ages Hockey Tournament. Make sure you guys uh, check it out on, on the Facebook account. We'll post our link. We'll get everything going. But make sure you guys donate to something to, uh, to the email. I'm sure they'll, they'll take your money any way they can get it. If it's $5. Every penny counts to uh, these four great charities in Fort McLeod. And if it's a dollar, it's a dollar. Because, you know, 100 people donate a dollar, it's 100 bucks, no matter what. So every every, every penny counts. Anyways, guys, thanks for joining me tonight. And uh, we will see you on the ice on Friday night. Or maybe we'll have a beer before before we can get going. In the beer garden. Who's kidding us? There we go. <laughs> All right, boys, enjoy your meeting tonight. And we'll uh, talk to you again on Friday night. Cheers. Boys. Cheers. 1420 Sports Podcast is happy to be teamed up with Newsly. Newsly transcribes web articles from around the globe and reads them directly to you. Keep your eyes on the road or on the game with Newsly. Newsly also carries podcasts from 40 countries around the globe, including the 1420 Sports Podcast. Download the Newsly app for all your Android and iOS devices today at www.newsly.me or click on the link in today's show description. And be sure to use the promo code 1420 sports that's 1420 sports for a free one month premium subscription newsly stop scrolling and start listening I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.